Two quarters down, two quarters to go. It's time for the second half of BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join Riley Nelson along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Back at Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum where BYU leads USC by a score of 21-13. BYU will get the football to begin half number two. Cougars deferring after winning the coin toss to begin the game. BYU, halftime cushion. And with the halftime lead in the Kalani Sitake era, BYU's 35-5. They've won nine straight games with a halftime lead, including a 7-0 mark this season. It's a pretty tidy win rate of 87.5% when just leading at the break, as BYU is today. The Cougars lead, Riley, despite a significant disadvantage in average starting field position. BYU was minus 12 yards in ASFP in half number one. That's tough to it's tough to win that way. The Cougars did well to overcome the disadvantage. To me, Greg, that's why we're only sitting in an eight-point game, and it's not worse. USC hasn't done a lot right, but what they have done is force BYU to start their drives deep within their own territory, and it is just hard drive at. And they did. They put together a scoring drive of 93 yards, a scoring drive of 83 yards, but it is hard to put together drives of 80 plus yards time and time again, which is why this game stands at an eight-point differential as opposed to double digits. Just had the second-half kickoff from Alex Stadhouse. It results in a touchback through the end zone, BYU 25-yard line. The Cougars have scored a touchdown in the opening possession of the second half in four of their last five games. Cougars looking to make it a two-score game once again. Tyler Algier, a 71-yard first half. Takes the handoff to begin the second half for a yard. It's interesting, 71 times 2 is 142. Tyler Algier needs exactly 142 yards per game in his last two games to tie Luke Staley's all-time single-season rushing yardage record. So Tyler halfway home to his average needed to put himself in that territory. He took a hit, kind of stretching out his leg after a one-yard gain. Not too often you see Tyler held to a single yard, but it's second down and nine with 14.29 to go in the third quarter. Jaron Hall in shotgun. Take a three-step hit as he throws, and it's intercepted again. A flag flies. Maybe it's Jaron Hall being hit late, and that is what the Cougars need right now because that's an interception from Chris Steele. Jaron Hall brushing himself off, and the flag is near where he was hit. Personal foul, roughing the passer. Defense number 99. High hit to the quarterback. 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. And that would have been disastrous. A second pick in as many pass attempts for Hall, but he was hit and up high too. Drake Jackson laid the lumber illegally on the USC Trojans' seventh penalty of the night. So no interception, and given new life, BYU has the ball marched down to the 40-yard line. BYU first down and 10. I'm going to... Wish, it's maybe some uh, retroactive wishful thinking on my part, but I can guarantee you I'd have about three less interceptions to my name had this rule <laughs> been in place 10 years ago. 41-yard line the spot. BYU near hash moving left to right as we see it and you hear it. Stretch handoff to Algier. Algier doesn't see anything open up, and he is driven back for a loss on the play. So Tyler Algier's first two carries of the second half, gain of one, loss of one. Kanai Maunga with the tackle for USC. 
USC is selling out to stop the run. I think they saw the same thing that we saw against Georgia Southern, that we saw against uh, Washington State, that we've seen time and time again that BYU offense loves to ride Tyler Algier in the second half to get their offense going. They are selling out, putting eight men in the box to stop Tyler Algier, and they've done so at least on the first two rushing attempts of the second half. Second down 11 from the BYU 40-yard line. Hall and gun. They motion Puka. They give to Tyler Algier sweeping at left, and there's a good run. There's a run of 9 and almost 10 on second and 11. Third and short coming up for BYU on a Tyler Algier run, putting him over 80 yards on the day. And that passes Jamal Williams for third place in BYU's single-season rushing chart. Only Luke Staley and Pete Van Valkenburg have run for more yards than Tyler Algier in a single season. Shotgun snap to Hall. Quarterback keep, and he's got the first down on third down long one. Pulled it away from Tyler Algier and took it off tackle left. Got himself three. BYU into USC territory. 47-yard line. First down and 10 for the Cougars. On the second down rush from Tyler Algier, it was interesting. He went to the linesman, and he was, you know, like brushing his arm. Like that ball should have been... Uh, further spotted further down the field and I agree with him after seeing the replay on the monitor the linesman especially one on the USC sideline has been really stingy with his spots Hall's under center motion man is Puka deep drop setting up screen to the far side for Puka waits for the ball makes the catch and drags the tackler down to the 41 yard line timing a little off on that as the throw was low and Puka had to hold up and wait for it to reach him he gets down to the 41 that's a gain of six, second down and four for BYU. Yeah, Puka having to come back to catch that low ball also changed the angle on Clark Barrington's block to where he missed the linebacker. Had the spacing and timing been ideal, Clark would have been able to get a helmet on that guy and given a, a much cleaner running lane for Puka. Second down four. The stat monitor's not caught up with Tyler Algier. They've, mis they've misdiagnosed some plays. His rushing tally is 81 and counting right now. Pistol, play fake. Short boot, step up. Jaron goes deep for Keanu Hill in the end zone, and it is caught for a touchdown! Keanu with the score! Jaron Hall with a bomb to the middle of the end zone, and Keanu Hill runs under it to make it 27-13 with the PAT pending. A 55-yard throw, including the five yards of the end zone. That's 55 in the air for Jaron Hall. What a throw! Beautiful grab beyond the outstretched hands of a defender in the end zone. The Cougars score to open half number two. Isaiah Polamau must have not played much baseball, or if he did, maybe he didn't play in the outfield. He misjudged that throw from Jaron, which was a beauty. Greg, I can't help but remember the post, uh, the halftime comments from Kalani Sataki saying that on the interception, he missed that post. Well, came back to that play. This time he threw the post for a beautiful 50-yard touchdown. And we'll call that our new skin. Beautiful catch of the game. Keanu Hill with the score. It's brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. Keanu Hill with the touchdown reception. His second of the season, fourth as a BYU Cougar. It's another Mountain America Credit Union touchdown for BYU. Another $250 to the American Red Cross. The PAT from Old Roy is good. 11.37 to go in the third. BYU 28 and USC 13 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 41-yard 
touchdown pass from Jaron Hall to Keanu Hill. It's Hall to Hill once again, giving us another Utah Port Producers pigskin scoring summary for every Cougar point scored this season. Smithfield Foods and your Utah Port Producers will donate delicious, nourishing protein to the Utah Food Bank for families in need. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers for real Utah families in need. Visit porkcares.org. And that 41-yard touchdown strike was the final play in a four-play, 75-yard drive, 3.23 off the clock, and it puts BYU up 28-13 with the PAT pending. BYU has a 15-point lead. And for the Cougars, that's now the game-high cushion. They led 14-3 by 11, 21-10 by 11, and now a 15-point lead for the first time tonight and for the fifth time in the last six games. BYU scores a touchdown to open the second half. As we come back, Jake Oldroyd kicks off from west to east, left to right here at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Boot to ball for Jake. Backspinner, end over ender. Taj Washington will let it go into the end zone for a touchback. We'll see if the Trojans can hang with BYU on this ensuing USC possession. They ended their first half taking an INT and taking it down into scoring territory for a field goal. That's the only giveaway in this game still to this point. The only turnover is the Jaron Hall pick late in the first half. He had an interception early in the second half, waved off on a roughing the passer, and certainly the fact he had a guy in his face contributed to the ball he threw that was picked off, so certainly a factor. So maybe a ball-don't-lie moment for BYU as Jackson Dart lines up in the gun. Takes a shotgun snap, puts it in the belly of the back. Darwin Barlow for maybe a quarter of a yard on that near rail. So second down long coming up for USC. BYU football is brought to you in part by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires for the lowest price on every tire, plus no credit needed financing. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Jackson Dart awaits the shotgun snap from center Brett Nealon. Darwin Barlow vacates to create empty. Four to the right, one to the left. The throw is screened to the right, complete and well blocked for a big gain. A 15-yard gain for Darwin Barlow on the right side of the field. BYU was in man coverage, but they didn't travel a defender out to Barlow when he was motioned out into quads. Uh, USC exploited a weakness in the BYU defensive scheme on that last play. USC right back over the ball, 40-yard line now with the Trojans. Dart, belt high snap, Barlow sweeping right. He's got himself seven yards, tackled between the numbers and the boundary by Max Tooley. Clock will run. We are 10-31 to play in the third quarter. We have BYU in front by a score of 28-13. BYU looking for a 10th regular season win for the 16th time in program history. Barlow, left hip of Dart, takes the handoff middle this time, and that's a first down and more. Second down and three, got himself eight. Matthew Criddle with the stop for BYU. BYU 17 and four under Kalani Sitake when playing as a ranked team. BYU playing as the number 13 CFP team this week. Little play action, complete on the down and in to the tight end Lake McCree. McCree sets USC up in scoring territory. 27 yard line of BYU. The yards are coming easier. Last drive of the first half and first of the second for USC. Defense has to stiffen up here. No huddle for the Trojans. Dart in the gun. The hand clap. 
The handoff to Barlow. Barlow shoots a gap. He's got a first down. He's inside the 15 to the 12-yard line. And now this is a concern here because the USC of the end of the second quarter and the beginning of the third quarter is picking up huge swaths of real estate. As a BYU player is down, injured, and pounding the turf in frustration, holding his left knee. Who is it? Jackson Kofusi, uh, Lopa no, Leotawa. Uriah Leotawa. So Lopa Leotawa is down on rolls to his backside, holding his left knee. Looking for stability, kind of flexing it on his own right now. Pounding this natural grass surface with his right fist as he rests on his right hip, holding his left knee. Training staff out to see about Lopa Leotawa. Officials timeout with 9.39. This is an injury timeout with 9.39 to go in the third quarter. Cougars playing very, very well. 339 yards of offense, nearly 100 yards more than USC. Yet the Trojans proving tough to shake as they've gotten themselves some new life offensively in the middle part of this game. As Lopaleatawa hobbles off the field, putting almost no weight on his left leg, will take a break. 9.39 to go in the third. BYU 28, USC 13 is our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, USC playing its seventh of seven home games this year. Final game of the year for them at home brings BYU to town. BYU and its legion of fans who've been happy for the most part here tonight. Their team has a 15-point lead, but USC trying to scratch back into this one. Jackson Dart's heating up as the game goes along. First quarter, Dart was 3 of 8 throwing it. Since then, 11 for 13. Jackson Dart on the night. 14 for 21 for a buck 57. Passer rating of 129.5. Jaron Hall, 16 for 24. 214, two scores and a pick. A passer rating of 160.7. That pass picked off the hands of Jaron Hall was the first INT thrown in 164 pass attempts. He had the third longest BYU string of interception free attempts before that pick late in quarter number two. Turned into a USC field goal. BYU recovered from that to open the second half with a touchdown scoring drive putting BYU up 28-13 after the old Roy PAT. It was Hall to Hill for the TD. Jackson darts in the gun. We come back in with first and 10 for USC at the BYU 13. The Trojans are in scoring territory in their first drive of quarter number three. The hand clap, chest high snap, give middle Barlow. Devin Barlow is tea-kettled at the seven-yard line. It'll be a gain of six, though. Barlow's a good gainer playing in place of the injured Keontae Ingram. Malapai also in the mix. Barlow stays in the backfield. They ride, uh, they ride Barlow to the right side for maybe a loss on the play. Thule, very active in this game, makes the tackle on the run to the right. So third down and four at the BYU 7, so no gain on the play. Tudley, you mentioned his activity. He's always really active, but it's really rare to see a defender with this stat line. 11 tackles, 8 of them solo. He's mm. had to make a lot of tackles in space and done a great job doing it. Getting himself unblocked. Dart, middle, spun around as Barlow, and that's a really good spot. Runs middle on 3rd and 4, and I thought maybe just 3. Is it 4th and short? They haven't moved the sticks. Fourth and short, and USC goes no huddle shotgun with Dart handing Barlow, and Barlow stood up, got there. Based on the spot, got there. 
So USC on a fourth and short, hands off quick, and gets the needed yardage. USC driving toward the end zone, trailing by 15. Got ourselves a bit of a shootout now. Tooley with the uh, 11 tackles, career high for Max. Previous high was 10 against Arizona State. So first and goal for USC from the BYU two-yard line. Ball far hash. USC right to left as we see it and you hear it here in quarter number three. BYU 28, USC 13, 8-15 to play in the third. Jackson Dart awaits in shotgun. Malapai off his left hip and somewhat diagonally behind him. There's a wing back to the right. A motion receiver from right to left. They throw left and low, and it's skipped to a wide-open receiver. Taj Washington at the goal line. If that passes up, it's a touchdown. It's down, and it's incomplete for second and goal from the two for USC. BYU is the benefactor today, but as I watch Dart, that's just a classic. I remember being in that situation, an 18-year-old freshman out on the field. And you, you just rush things when they don't need to be rushed, and that was the case on that last throw. He yanked his motion and was inaccurate, dirt in the ball into the ground. Short hop to Washington, the hand clap. The end around to Taj Washington. Run out of room at the far boundary. It'll be third and goal from the two, maybe the one-and-a-half-yard line. So a short end around to the wide receiver, Washington, from left to right, and he ran out of real estate at the far chalk. It'll be a one-yard line spot, so third and goal for USC from the one. Certainly they're thinking two downs to gain one yard and get six. Jackson Dart in shotgun. Malapai to his left hip. The high snap, the handoff, Malapai gets to the one, but no farther. He is driven back. No gain on the play. It'll be fourth and goal for USC the from the, the one-yard line. The runner's forward progress was stopped. Fourth down. I tried to toss it so fourth and goal from the one. BYU a chance for a stand. The Cougars in their royal blue helmets, white jerseys and royal blue pants. A fourth and one with Dart in the gun. Trips to the right. The hand clap, the handoff to Malapai. Malapai gets in. Oh, he was met at the one and bowled over a tackler for the touchdown. USC scores on a fourth and goal from the one, and another BYU player is down. Now to his feet, slow to get up. Was Gabe Summers? Gumby's okay. But BYU's 15-point lead's been cut to nine with a PAT pending. Earlier in the drive, I highlighted Max Tooley's uh, amount of solo tackles. He was the one that had a shot at the one to get Malapai on the ground. Couldn't quite do it. That would have been his 10th solo tackle of the game, and that was a tall task to ask him to do when Malapai had a full head of steam and Tuli was coming off a block. At six foot 220, Malapai was rumbling. The Parker Lewis PAT is good. We're back to an eight-point game, 28-20, to 20, USC hanging in there. We'll stay right here with it at the Coliseum. 7-12 to play in the third quarter. That's a 75-yard USC drive, 14 plays, and 425. When you go 75 over 14 plays, you've begun to exert your will a little bit on this BYU defense. And we may be truly in shootout territory now. The Cougs have an eight-point lead, and the points are piling up for both sides. USC coming in, having lost four of its last five games, needing to win both of its last two games to get bowl eligible. And this USC team without back-to-back -back wins at any point this year now has to win two in a row. The first of two comes against BYU. USC will kick off. The ball placed at 35, and BYU looks a little more wary of onside than ever. They've been hit a couple times the Cougars have this year with onside kicks in less than desperate situations. Alex Stadhouse will be kicking off. He kicks off from right to left. 
here in the third quarter. Stadhouse approaches, drives it deep. It'll be a touchback as Christensen will let it go into and through the end zone. The USC downtown core looms over the top of the stadium to our diagonal right. Just off the 110, this venerable venue. And look, the Olympic flame, the torch at the top of the peristyle is lit. The flame is lit. Well, and Greg, I think on that last drive, uh, we're seeing the lack of linebacker depth take over. Uh, Max Tooley, as, as great of a game as he's had, he just looked gas on that last fourth down play, not able to make the, the, the tackle to prevent the touchdown. We'll see how, how they adjust uh, the lack of depth there. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. Not much doing on the Tyler Algier handoff to the right side. Maybe a half a yard, if that. It'll be second down and almost 10 for BYU. Tyler Algier at 81 yards as passed Jamal Williams' best ever rushing season. And now stands behind only Luke Staley and Pete Van Valkenburg in the three best rushing seasons in BYU football history. No runs run for this many yards in 20 years of BYU football in a single season. Algier moves to the left hip of Hall. Second and 10, BYU. Option to the left. Pitch back to Algier. Fumbled it and got it back off the hop. And he was hit hard and he's not getting up. Tyler Algier is not getting up. He bobbled the pitch and as he tried to focus on the football, he was rocked. Fortunately, the ball fell back into his possession off the hop. But now you worry about Algier, and he was hit hard on that left shoulder, left rib cage, and he's not getting off the field. This has been a tough game for BYU. They've lost Isaac Rex for the season. Lopa Leatawa has limped off the field. And Tyler Algier, of all people to get hurt, the indispensable part of the BYU offense is lying on his back at the 22-yard line. Timeout on the field. We'll take it. 6-19 to go in the third. BYU leading 28-20. Things are turning in USC's direction. We come back on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's pause 10 seconds for station ID on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU-FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Well, having seen USC cut this game to an eight-point lead once again and having seen Tyler Algier leave the game injured, Cougars looking to shake it off here, get the momentum back, and hopefully they get Algier back. It looked okay, actually, when he came off the field. He walked off on his own and, and, and stepped back into the offensive huddle on the sideline during the timeout. And Algier will not be in the game right now. Jackson McChesney's replaced him. Algier has his helmet off. He's on the edge of the team area. But looked okay, I'll say, Riley, when he came off the field. Certainly he's banged up and was slow to get up for a reason. But it may not be a night ender. He's putting the helmet back on. Yeah, you hope so. And worst case scenario, if it's not too fatal, you can throw a, a quick rib protector on him and get him back out there. But it was clear he took a shot to the ribs. Empty backfield. McChesney was part of an empty backfield. Motion back into the backfield as the snap goes to Holland on the quarterback keeper on fourth and 12. He ended up gaining only three. We should reset that for you. It was a fourth, I'd rather on third and 12. He got three. 
it was after a fumble that Algier picked off the ground that the Cougars were set up on third and long. And after a minimal gain there, it'll be a punt situation for BYU. So the Cougs do punt it away. And now it's up to the defense to keep this resurgent USC offense from gaining too much momentum on this ensuing drive. It's been one punt for Ryan Rico, 51 yards. That's all he's had to do tonight. Austin Riggs with the snap. Ooh, oh, man. Was that a whiff or was that partially deflected? Either way, it got it made its way downfield in unorthodox fashion to the 32 of USC. That was by far from a typical Ryan Rico punt. What was up with that one, Riley? Yeah, I did. I was watching the uh, – there was a USC defender closing in on it. I don't believe he got his hand on it. I think that was a Ryan Rico shank. Just the a nice, rush? I was going to say the nice thing is a Ryan Rico shank is probably a pretty good <laughs> punt for most other punters. It has enough impetus to, to make its way downfield, yeah. you know, a decent amount. Now, there's a flag that flies late at the end of all that. What's going on here? After the play, unsportsmanlike conduct against the head coach for BYU being out on the field arguing to game officials. 15-yard penalty. Kalani Sitake rarely gets this upset. His headset is off, and he's still gesturing. He's been given an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. We'll have to find out post-game what it was that has him so agitated because he's still fired up on the sideline. USC having gained momentum and now some field position at its own 42 as first and 10. The Cougars without a defensive takeaway today. Big gaps and second level and more from Alapei. 40-30-25 inside the 25-yard line. And things are getting away from BYU a little bit right now. Malik Moore with a touchdown saving tackle. And USC goes tempo. They're right back over the ball. BYU scrambling defensively. Handoff Malapei. Last time it was left. Now it's right. Having to catch up with Malapai, and the Cougars do for a gain of two to the right side between numbers and boundary. The tackle made by Ammon Hanneman, the safety on the play. Second down nine for USC. BYU by eight, 28-20, 4.45 to play in the third, but it feels like a whole new ball game right now. BYU at one point, Riley, had a 21-10 lead late in the second quarter, looking to put on points before the half and then getting the ball back to begin the second half. That didn't happen. And things have been back and forth ever since. Brandon Campbell now gets a snap at running back. The left hip of Dart on a second down nine from the BYU 22. They ride the handoff to Campbell. He's undercut by Malik Moore running right for a gain of two to the 20. Third down and seven coming up for USC. Greg, we thought when BYU came out and scored a touchdown on the first drive of the second half that that kind of would, would extinguish whatever fight USC had left. Obviously not the case. Offensively, they are, they've are they come out very run-heavy in the second half, and the BYU defense, as Mitch pointed out a minute ago, has not been up to the task quite yet. Trips left on third and seven. The throw is for the end zone. There is hand contact, and there is no foul as there's no flag covering Robinson on... Gary Bryant Jr. at the back of the end zone, incomplete to the back of the end zone, and USC will have to settle for three. So the Cougar defense does stiffen there. Dart was going back of the end zone, running right with Bryant was Jacob Robinson, and there was a little bit of jousting, but no flag thrown, and a field goal try for Parker Lewis. He's already two for two tonight. He's 16 for 19 on the season. And this will be 37 yards right hash. Right-footed kicker. The hold from the punter, Ben Griffiths, is down. The kick is on its way, and it will split the uprights. Five-point game, 
28-23. BYU's 15-point lead's been cut to five with 3.45 to play in the third quarter. And now the attention turns to the health of Tyler Algier. Does he come back in the game on this ensuing BYU possession? We'll stay right here with it. BYU 28 and USC 23. USC's now outrushing BYU, 133 to 128. BYU's outgaining USC on the day, 342 to 291. BYU's more than a yard per play better than USC tonight. 6.8 to 5.6. We've just seen a USC 38-yard drive go five plays, 136 off the clock, ending in a 37-yard Parker Lewis field goal. Parker Lewis three for three tonight. Nine of USC's 23 points. Greg, while they're preparing to kick off, uh, uh, and Mitch, if you're if you can hear us, I just saw I was watching uh, Lopa do some get-offs down on the sideline. He's walking back to the defensive bench after missing him on that last series. It looks like we may get him back. You were standing right there by him. How'd he look? Yeah, he looked good. I mean, I was I was actually just about to come in and mention that uh, I didn't think we. We didn't. It, by the way, he left the field. It didn't look like he'd come back, but he did grab his helmet, put his helmet back on. So there's a good chance we'll see him back in the game. That's Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. I've got my eyes on Tyler Algier, helmet in his hands, but he awaits near the sideline. I want to examine his posture here as soon as this kickoff is taken by Alex Stadhouse. Stadhouse approaches right to left, east to west into the end zone, touchback. Tyler Algier's putting the helmet on, and he's back on the field. So Tyler Algier, who off a bobbled option pitch, took a hard hit to the side. You're thinking shoulder, you're thinking ribs, stayed on the field for a good minute, two minutes, Riley. But he made his way off the field, and now he's made his way back on with his offensive unit to start this next series for BYU. Excellent news for the Cougs, who lost Gunnar Romney in pregame. And Isaac Rex in-game. Algier trots out with the offense. All right, Tyler and the Cougs seeing the lead shrink by 10 points in the last few minutes. Look to reestablish control of this game. Jaron Hall shotgun. Algier to his left hip. Twins left and right. Jaron Hall on his backdrop will look to the right. Throw back shoulder Puka and broken up. Pass breakup by Chris Steele on the near sideline. Second down and 10. Chris Steele wags a finger as that back shoulder throw didn't have enough separation for Puka to bring it in. Second down 10 for BYU. USC is on the positive side of the momentum spectrum right now, Riley. Yeah, just going back to that last matchup, keep in mind Puka used to play in the Pac-12 for Washington, and I wonder if him and Steele, the way that they've been going at each other, if there's some history there. It's a great matchup. Hopefully they can find a way to take advantage. USC blitzes. BYU throws away from the blitz, and Keanu Hill has the first down, shakes off a tackler. A second throws him down, but not until a gain of 17 yards on second down and 10. Keanu Hill emerging as a true standout late in this season. A USC player is down at the far sideline on that completion to Keanu Hill. It's the backup nickel Greg Johnson. Johnson sitting on his backside at the 40, the 35-yard line. So an official's timeout here for an injured player. Oh, so I just saw on the uh, replay, Greg, so he has a shoulder brace on, and he reached out and kind of got his shoulder out of place. I wonder if it slipped out. It, you know, the, we're he, here we are in game 12 of the regular season, and everybody's banged up. Everybody's dealing with different things. 
when you get a shoulder issue, especially an unstable shoulder, it can, it can be a nagging thing. It looks like that's what Johnson was dealing with. Greg Johnson taking off the field. 3.27, clock rolling here in the third quarter. BYU 28, USC 23. Great play by Hall to Hill again. Keanu Hill tonight. Four catches, 72 yards in the score. He's BYU's leading receiver. Hall in the shotgun. Algier to his right hip. Fly sweep. Give to Puka. Puka following blocks, hurdling a would-be tackler, and Puka is down and not getting up. He fell on the ball. So Puka, having landed on the ball, rolls to his back and doesn't get up. And that's to the 47-yard line of BYU. The number of plays on which I'm saying yeah. a player doesn't get up well, is troubling. <laughs> and and the number that Puka are involved in, he's just a notoriously slow getter-upper. And <laughs> he does, we've highlighted both him and Samson, they play the game in a very physical nature. They're While they're well put together, they're not the biggest guys out there. And so a lot of times when you're out there throwing your weight around and your weight isn't as big as the opponent's weight, uh, you come up on the losing end. And he goes to the medical tent. Puka Nakua is off the field and into the tent. Or will be. They brought the tent up for him. They're monitoring him on the sideline right now. So Puka's off the field and is going into the tent. Another BYU injury in the receiving core. Pistol for Algier behind Hall. A short boot and a step up. Hall goes to the far side. Back shouldering it for Dallin Holker. They want offensive P.I. Do the Trojans. No flag will fly. Holker comes back to it and makes a great grab at the 27-yard line. BYU first down and 10. Hall to Holker. And Holker makes a heck of a play to move the sticks and set BYU up at the 27-yard line. We talked about it in pregame, Greg. The depth of this team has been tested. Well, this depth of this, uh, the depth of this team is on display here tonight with guys like Keanu Hill and Dallin Holker making big-time plays in big-time spots. 27-yard line of USC. Back and forth we go in this one. Cougs look to answer, leading 28-23, 2-12 to go. Again, a short boot, a shuffle to the left. Hall throws it out of bounds. It got past the line of scrimmage, and he was outside the tackle. That's not going to be grounding. He was well outside the tackle, and under duress, just kind of heaved it, shot-putted it to the team area, but past the line of scrimmage, and no There's intentional no grounding. No intentional grounding. The quarterback was outside the pocket, and the pass crossed the line of scrimmage. Second down. All right, so 2.04 to go here in the third quarter. Clock will stop, 28-23. BYU the lead of five, scoring territory for the Cougs. 27-yard line of USC, second down and 10. Jaron Hall sets up in the gun. Tyler Algier sets up to his left. The last pass to Holker went 26 yards to move the chain. Second down, 10 Cougs. Hall in gun. Hand off Algier. Algier letting things clear. Has to back up before he goes forward and doesn't get much, doesn't get anything, doesn't get a yard even. In fact, he lost a half a yard. It'll be third down and 11, or a long 10 at least for BYU. Tyler Algier has not had as many successful runs here in the second half as the first, certainly. Jaron Hall over the ball with his guys at the 28-yard line. Third down, 11 for BYU. This would be a 40 five-yard field goal try for Oldroyd if BYU gets nothing. BYU 7 of 11 on third downs. Here we go. Cougs left to right as we see it and you hear it. Third down, 11 for BYU. Hall takes a shotgun snap. Look to set up screen. Pressured and threw it away again to the far sideline. And this may see a grounding flag. There it comes. Intentional grounding. Well, the Cougars were in position for a field goal and now they're not. Greg, it, so that didn't get close to the line of scrimmage, but it was a re wide receiver screen out to Chris Jackson, who was 
the furthest wide receiver to the far side of the field. And he was in the area. So we'll, okay, see, we'll if see if the, this gets picked up. Yeah. The intentional grounding flag flew. Unfortunately, there was a corner blitz there that uh, Jaron was unable to. Intentional grounding. Nah. Offense. The quarterback. Loss of down. Spot foul. That'll make it fourth down. Well, that's a disastrous play. You're in a position to score. Make it an eight-point game. And now it'll be punt. Oftentimes when you have a screen called, you're you're kind of lulled into a false sense of security that because it's a screen, you don't have to worry about a blitz. But they brought a corner blitz away from the screen. The screen was to the wide receiver screen was set up to the left side of the field. The corner blitz came from the short right side of the field, and it caught Jaron completely off guard, leading to that major loss. USC will get the football with a chance to take a lead. The Rico punt is away. It's a wobbler. Fair catch called for and made at the nine-yard line by Gary Bryant Jr. So it's a 91-yard field facing USC with 110 to play in the third quarter. BYU wasn't exactly on its way, but had the game in a good place, leading 21-10 and driving late in the second quarter. And since the INT from Jaron Hall, things have really switched, and it's been more back and forth, but USC with the run of play right now. So, Greg... The, and you can feel it in the stadium. The, BYU was the aggressor up until about two series ago. You just look at their run defense. You look at the pressure that they're bringing on Jaron Hall on offense. USC's been the aggressor, and BYU has not responded it's in time, kind. It's time for a BYU takeaway, which they don't have yet today. A run from Vavai Malapai from the 9 to the 10-yard line in a mass of bodies. A second down and 9 with under a minute to go here in the, set, the third quarter. BYU had a 15-point lead. It's 10 in a row for USC. Cougs led 28-13 after a third-quarter opening touchdown drive by BYU. Lopalea Tawa back in the game, made the tackle on the previous play. Play fake, shuffling his feet near the two-yard line. Dart backed up to near the goal line, and Dart, oh, escapes! A tackle in the end zone, throws downfield, and it is caught for a first down at the 29-yard line. Again, it's Lake McCree, Jackson Dark keeping the play alive, and another BYU player is down, and immediately a Cougars call for medical help for Jacob Robinson. Jacob Robinson, the first play people to meet Jacob are USC trainers. Now the BYU training team takes over. Another BYU player injured. I'm not sure what happened to Jacob, but immediately a teammate signaled for the training crew. And what a play by Dart to find McCree, who again withstands a huge hit to hold on to the football and take USC out from inside its own 10-yard line out to the 29 first and 10 Trojans at their own 29 with a 31-second game clock here in the third quarter. Both Gabe Summers and Lopaleatawa had a hand on Jackson Dart in his own end zone. He was able to escape and break those tackles and turned what would have been a possible safety into a 30-yard gain down the field. Momentum belongs almost entirely now to USC. They've scored 10 in a row. They're looking for more. We get late in the third quarter. This will be a fourth-quarter game. BYU looking to keep a lead it's held since going up 7-3 with 7.24 to play in the first quarter. The clock may run out on the third. That'll do it. We're going to the fourth quarter. After three, BYU 28, USC 23 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.